0: Hey, welcome to the Great Commission team. This is a podcast aimed at teenagers at Christ Community Church. Just because you're a teenager doesn't mean that you can't make a contribution to the Great Commission. But in order to do that, you need to be healthy and growing in your faith. That means you need great connections with the people of God, the Spirit of God, and the Word of God. So sit back and relax, because today you're going to learn something. Alright, this is David Heinrichs, your host today. Today I'm alone and I'm going to be talking to you about the very important uh, practice of reflection. The word reflection doesn't mean you look in the mirror and you see yourself, even though that's kind of what I'm going for here, just not physically. You're not going to go to the mirror and just physically look at yourself, but you want to look at your your whole being, your emotional and spiritual and social life. So you need to look at yourself, look at your own heart and reflect. And here's the idea. Okay. You are not a robot. So don't act like it. I know, I know you're not a robot. You know, you're not a robot, but you know, just, just think about that for a second. Uh, Robots need step-by-step instructions and then they know exactly what to do, you know. So if you tell them what to do, they will do it. For example, I looked up on Amazon something I really want, and it's just something fun. It's not really anything that would matter much, but it would just be super fun to play with. It's kind of like a toy for me (laughs) at 50 years old. That's crazy, (laughs) but it's a toy. It's a remote control drone. And like in a drone situation, let me just read. This. It's a Holy Stone HS110D FFP RC drone with 1080p HD camera, live video, 120 degree wide angle. It's a Wi-Fi quadcopter with gravity sensors, voice control, gesture control, altitude hold, headless mode, and 3D flip RTF. And it has two batteries for a longer playtime. Uh, man, this thing is awesome. It's got this little like um, this little joystick thing that, you know, you, you go up, down, left, right, flips, upside down. You, you have this gesture thing where you wave your hand, it goes left and right. It dives, it, it swoops, it loops, it goes fast, it goes slow. It has a camera that takes videos. I mean, it's so cool. It's so awesome. And the, here's the point. That droid I mean, drone, not droid, that drone is never anxious is never worried is never nervous about making a mistake the the they know only the instructions you give it they never actually think really they merely obey but you and i we're not like that you see of course we're not you are a complex highly sophisticated mind and heart and soul made intelligent philosophical, rational, emotional, and spiritual. That's how you're made, which by the way is what we mean when we say that you're created in the image of God. You see, God designed you to be like him in this way, to be to go deeper and be more free than a mere robot. You can see this in the animal kingdom. Animals don't really think, they just go by their programming. So birds don't really learn how to fly, so to speak, or, or if they learn, it's very short, but they just know when to fly south and they know when to move or how to move or whatever. They just learn like because they're programmed. And you and I are different than that. We learn because we learn, like we actually learn and, and trial and error and make mistakes and learn from it. So God has designed you to think, to change, to grow, to improve, to get better at everything that you say and do. In every area of your life, you have to learn and grow. So of course, you have to do what no other robot ever has to do, and that is to reflect. If you don't reflect, if you don't look back and have deep thinking about your life, you are never going to grow and you'll always make the same mistakes. It's interesting, if you look at most self-help books or articles or podcasts, you read like it's the five steps to improving your game or the 10 essentials for public speaking. It's, it's, it's basically a calculating existence. It's full of techniques. That what, that's what many people look for is just techniques. Uh, making you essentially a robot. But you're different than that, you need to go beyond merely techniques. So I want to mention a couple things, and then I want to help you get started in this thing called reflection. So first thing I want to mention to you is that you need time. Your life is so busy, it's so busy, teenagers. You are running through, and, and, and this, is the, this is the idea that you, you have to get exposed to everything in order to choose your career and your passions and what God has called you to do specifically, which is right. It's good. Yes, that's true. So go try soccer, lacrosse, and basketball and see which one you like. Go try art and Spanish and other things and see which one you like. You, you know, math and science versus uh, English language and literature. I mean, just go experience everything. And that's, that's really the idea of general education and a lot of the philosophy of how your parents think about filling your time, even your free time, right? But what you need is you need, to, you need to sort of guard some time. Now, not all of it, of course, but some of it. And this is the part that gets lost in today's world. You need time. Let me give you an analogy to explain why you need time or how you need time. Here it is. Here It's a broken car versus a dirty car. So the car you buy, 16-year-old, right? Your, your car's either broken down or it's dirty. One is inoperable that needs to sit for a while and get repaired. The other is cosmetic and is done in 15 minutes. It's splash and dash. You know, you could even do a splash, and dash run, a splash and dash run on the way to the grocery store. I mean, guys, just think of the title, Splash and Dash, But to fix the timing belt or the deep oil leak in your car's engine, you need to park your car at the mechanic shop for hours, maybe days before it is ready to go. Reflection is like this. Sitting just for a while. Now you can pace yourself, but but you know, you don't need to sit for the whole day, but pace yourself every day a little bit, but but you need time. I like to take 15 minutes a day, one hour a week and a half a day a month. That's what I do to reflect on my life. Time It's not a quick adjustment or fix, but it, it moves you through deeper and much more complicated issues. Here's a good way to explain why reflection must take this time. Uh, because we are talking about foundational issues. The analogy here is, let's say, a house. Another analogy not the car. Let's do a house. Let's say a door breaks on your house. You know, you buy a new door and you replace it. That's it. Uh, Let's say you don't even have the money to fix the door. What are you going to do? Well, you just nail the door shut and you avoid using that door. If the door is completely damaged, you put a piece of plywood over it and nail it shut. You just nail it until you can fix it and you just avoid using that door. See, no other, house, no other part of the house is affected, only that one door. There's no need to do anything else. But if the concrete foundation under you cracks and breaks off, then part of the house will also crack and break off right along with it. And if... Part of the house cracks and breaks off, the whole rest of the house that is connected to that part that is cracking and breaking off gets warped and broken. In other words, foundational issues, if they're not solved, will affect five or six other things in your life. So we gotta get to these foundational issues in your life. What are those issues? All right, so let let me give you a real-life situation. No more analogies. Okay, let's say you fail at painting in art class. You just cannot do it. No matter what they try to teach you, you're a terrible artist and fail that portion of art class. This actually is what happened to me. (laughs) This is not foundational, you see. You, You just avoid art as a life passion or an activity that you do, and you're fine. Good to go. But what if you fail, let's say, at reading? Let's say you cannot read words. What else in your life will you not be able to do well? You see how that's foundational? You can't read. You can't do anything else in in education. Social studies, science, health, foreign language, English language, arts. 99% of everything having to do with college and a future career is connected to your ability to read. I mean, you might be able to find a job, but so much of your life is connected to reading. It, it's foundational. Now in your personal life, let's think about your friendships. All right, th- this guy in math class that you see every once in a while versus your mom. Which one is foundational? Which relationship touches every other single part of your life? Which relationship should you give more time to? You see, obviously, mom versus this guy in math you see once in a while. So you've gotta be really good at figuring out the ultimate foundational issues in your life, and you've gotta pick those things and then reflect. You don't have to reflect on the, 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 the trivial type things in your life, but, but get to the core of that. Ultimately, you know, you're created by God Almighty. And you need to reflect on God, not just yourself, but you need to reflect on God and His character as well. God is the ultimate foundation for everything and everyone in your life. God is the foundation of you. So when you reflect, reflect, yes, on yourself in the context of God's character. Now, let me put this all together so you can begin reflecting. Um, here's a good example. Uh, start with a foundational issue in your life. This is what you do daily. Just think of the foundational issues in your life. Ask a question about why you feel a certain way about something in your life, or, or you need more time figuring this out because you don't quite understand how it works. This could be a sibling rivalry, how your brother and sister makes you so frustrated Uh, best friend issues, issues with your parents and their expectations, uh, your fears of the future, peer pressure, or the insecurities about the way you look. Pick one of those foundational issues that seems to be really bothering you. It could just be someone in your life that you hate. Why? Brainstorm questions. You can ask things like, why do I act that way? Why do I react that way? Why do I think this way or feel this way? And why does that behavior bug me so darn much? Uh, Once you pick an issue and you've brainstormed about it, then you pray to God. God, please open my eyes as I begin the slow process of daily trying to figure this out. All right, then finally, pick a passage of Scripture, like the one that Paul preaches on each week. Last week it was Daniel. Daniel one in Daniel 6. Or if you want to pick a psalm, like Psalm 18 or 19, those are great ones, or 119. It doesn't really matter. Just pick a psalm. But, but here's, the, here's the key. Pick five or six verses. Never feel like you have to finish the whole psalm or the whole passage. Keep it small and manageable for 15 minutes. And just reflect. Reflect on the passage. Reflect on your issue. And I think God will lead you down this road of trying to put the pieces together. Um, You could even Google Bible passages that are expressly or explicitly related to the issue that you've chosen to reflect on. Uh, And then weekly, you want to meet with someone or a small group to talk about your thoughts. Help them show you you. Help them show you you. You want to see yourself. You want to reflect. You want to see who you are, and they will help you. Let them see your questions you're asking about the foundational issue you've identified in, and just see what they say. Talk about it with your friends and try to understand what they think about it. Ask questions. This is so helpful. Ask questions and listen to the answers. Not everything you hear will be equally helpful, but begin the process and you will find great help there. And then monthly with a half day, you know, usually I like a, like a half a day or a few hours there. I, I find a great resource that speaks directly to the issue I'm reflecting on. I read it and I digest it fully. It might take me a few weeks to find that resource too. It's not something that happens overnight. So you ask your friend, you ask your mentor, you ask your mom and dad, you ask me, hey, what's a good resource to read on this issue? And I'll, I'll give you something, someone will give you something or you can find it. So let me give you a a very detailed example of something that you can start reflecting on today. I'm sure all of you kind of feel this way in in this issue and it might just be a good way to start. Um, So for example, you, you could be struggling with what clothes to wear to school. Now, this is something that I really did struggle with as a teenager, so I'm really in the know about this. You know, you get super nervous. You've noticed that others around you don't think so hard about what they wear, but you tend to, you know, maybe your siblings don't care and you do. You're a little bit more in this area. You know, so the issue is, you know, why do I care so much about what I wear to school? So you brainstorm questions and thoughts about that just brainstorm put them out on a piece of paper i want to look cool i want to look fashionable or maybe i want to look athletic or maybe i want to hide some feature of my body that i don't really like that much or i want to look attractive to the opposite sex to to some, some someone i might have a crush on or i just hate my clothes because they're old they're, they're cheap that was my thing my parents bought me less expensive clothes and not the name brands that's why i felt embarrassed uh, and I learned that 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 had a connection because I was going to a school where there was a lot of rich kids and I felt poor. And I didn't like feeling poor because I felt unimportant. I mean, this is part of reflection. You start to put the pieces together. Why is Nike the best brand? Why? What is so special about the Nike symbol or Adidas? Why? What is the brand that everyone likes? And why is it the Southern Girl t-shirts? Simply Southern, that's what it's called. Simply Southern teacher. Why is that so cool? I just don't, you know, just ask questions. Um, who at school dresses just like I want to? Just brainstorm all those questions. And then you pray, God, help me see myself better. Help me to understand why clothes are just so important to me. What am I afraid of? What? What am I trying to accomplish? Help me think this through and then help me discover the secrets there. And then if you go uh, to a passage in Scripture, let's just go to Paul's passage. Just Daniel 1, um, 5, 6, 7, and 8. There's four verses here. Let, let's read it. The king assigned them a daily account of, or amount of food and wine from the king's table. They were to be trained for three years, and after that they were to enter the king's service. Among those who were chosen were some from Judah, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. The chief official gave them new names. I remember Paul talking about that in the sermon. To Daniel, the name Belshazzar, which means servant of Baal. To Hananiah, Shadrach, which means servant to Akir, whatever the name of that that person is. And the other two names, the same thing. They got these Abednego names and Meshach names. They were all names that uh, described a new God that they were supposed to be worshiping and serving. It struck them to the core of their identity. So my clothes are a covering just like the names kind of cover you up or at least give you some kind of public image. But Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the royal food and wine, and he asked the chief official for permission not to defile himself this way. So Daniel was able to stand up to this peer pressure that he saw, this pressure being put on him, to follow in the way of the Babylonians. I I don't have that courage. So as you go through your Bible study, you're, you're beginning to put the pieces together. And and what what actually gave Daniel courage? Now you can go to a Psalm and focus on God's characteristics directly, and 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 talk about how God is in control of everything, and God doesn't need anything from us, and God is the creator of the universe, and and all of those things. So so you could reflect on God in some some ways. But then you would go to your weekly Bible study or your weekly meeting with one person to talk about your clothing issue. <laughs> and you would just bring it up. Hey, I got a question for you. How, how, how did Daniel, how was he able to stand up to the people that, that he was trying to fit in with and have courage to stand out among them? How can I have that courage? Or, or what do you guys think about clothing? Why, why, do, I, why do I get all wrapped up? This takes honesty. It takes a really solid relationship with someone that you can trust it definitely does. You can't just sit in a closet by yourself and reflect. You have to talk to people. You have to get out there and have a mentor and have best friends who are peers, who are Christians, who can help you think some of this stuff through. And then that monthly thing, you know, the half day that I would, I would read John Piper's article titled, A Letter to an Incomplete Insecure Teenager. Actually, I've read that before. It's really insightful. And it makes you think, it makes you reflect. Now, these are just all ways to get you to slow down and fill some of your time every day, every week, every month with this great thing we call reflection. Yes, it takes time and energy. Yes, it takes great relationships. And yes, you will need lots of help along the way, but start reflecting, teenagers. This is why the devotion with the Lord every day is so important. Reflect, use your friends, use your mentors, use your time with the Lord, your parents and teachers, and let's get busy thinking about our lives. Don't live your life as a robot. So start reflecting today. That's your encouragement today from the Great Commission team. I hope to see you next time. Thank you.